It's time for Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number 210-308-8867. It's 210-308-8867. It's an absolutely gorgeous day at Millburgers today. It's still a chill in the air, but there's a little breeze, uh, and it just feels nice. Lots of sun. Uh, so And lots of color, too. So we encourage you to come on out and visit with us, too, where you can ask your gardening question in person. You don't even have to be on the air. You don't. No, well, we're, we're okay now. We've gotten beyond that. So if you, don't want, if you want to be, that will help out other listeners. If you want to talk to Calvin, he makes you put, be on the air. Why? He tries to infuriate those little ladies. Oh, just that one little <laughs> one lady, and I don't think if she's listening, she would she would uh, like to be called old lady. How was that? Who's, what was that? <laughs> when you were showing the the young lady, yeah, there you go. That came up to the <laughs> that we were on the air. That we were on the air, and oh. and she walked away and threw threw you the sign. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Oleander. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Did you have a nice Halloween? We did, and I got I got my uh I didn't I didn't uh get my uh wait till 2 o'clock to do the do my clock. You switched it before you went to bed. Huh? I switched it before I went to bed. That was good. And it worked. Did it? Well, it worked. It still worked. It was to the right time when you woke up. And I was laughing, telling my son Jeremy what we had talked about on the radio, and he said that I had misrepresented what he said. That uh, <laughs> <laughs> which, which, which one of the things did you misrepresent him on? I don't know. I was telling everybody uh, that... Uh, I wasn't going to be up at 2 o'clock. Oh, okay. I wasn't going to wait up to 2 o'clock to change the clock. But uh, it works when you change your birthday. Now, I haven't changed them all. Right. But uh, I've changed my wristwatch. Wristwatch. And uh, I changed my, uh, well, my mobile phone. <laughs> it, when I turned it on. It should morning, be automatic, yeah. It, but it wasn't. Oh, how weird. So I turned it off <laughs> and then turned it back on. I oh, is that the key? powered it down. Okay. And uh, and powered it up. And then uh, the the old time came up first. And then it changed oh. immediately. Okay. So anyway, yeah, <laughs> I worked that out. Well, it was interesting. So yeah, it gets darker now that the time has changed. It's darker sooner, <laughs> which is not really great. But well, yeah, uh, if you want to do any, like you know, I was walking after work, go walking through the neighborhood. Well, now it's dark. <laughs> it's scary. Uh, carry your wife with you. Uh, yeah. Take your wife with you, Milton. Uh, 
so that she can uh, ward protect off us. all the evil uh, She'll protect muggers. Me. I appreciate that. <laughs> all right. 210-308-8867. Yeah? Well, it's a cla- It's really a classic uh, issue, this, this, this one, the leaf drop, the ficus. You know, they kind of kind of notorious for every time you move them. There's oh yeah, yeah. So you you just kind of have to keep yourself from panicking and uh, yeah, put up. And you and usually they just live through it. But uh, it is a it is a surprising. You know, they don't do they don't show a lot of uh, leaf discoloration or anything. They just. We don't, we don't like to be moved, and so we're going <laughs> to we have to readjust our whole foliage situation. Yeah. Uh, hey, and uh, they, uh, they, they position their leaves to get more sunlight. Just like I was telling that lady the, yesterday to turn her oak tree, you know, to <laughs> yeah. rotate her oak tree. I don't so think that's even, a, that was the same. Do you yeah, think it was, even on the side. It was a, uh, it was the pistache, and it was the 50-foot-tall 50, <laughs> 50 pistache, and she was somehow going to rotate. <laughs> I, loved, I loved it when I told her to just rotate Silence. that every, every three weeks. I kind of lost interest in the discussion when... When they started talking about ro- rotating, the, <laughs> yeah, yeah, there was kind of silence. When it's like, is he serious? <laughs> uh, then uh, I got a, a question. I think it was a couple of weeks. Uh, well, week, hang on, week or so ago. we got Nancy on the line, real quick. Okay, Nancy's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Nancy, welcome Hello. to Hell Burgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Good. What's going on? Well, I have a Meyer lemon tree, a Meyer lemon bush, not a tree, a bush. Uh, it started dropping its leaves probably about a month or so ago. It has very little new growth on it. It does have fruit on it, which is looking beautiful, but it has very little new growth. Uh, I see a lot of a lot of branches and limbs out here that have no leaves on them. I'm thinking I need something systemic to put on it, to, to treat it with. What do you think? Well, I think you dried it out. Yeah, why Why, what did, why did you think something systemic? It doesn't sound like an insect action. Oh, okay. Well, I That's thought a, it may be some kind, some kind of a disease because it has no. such a... Is it on the in the ground or in a container? No, it's in a container. Okay. Yeah. You let, you let it dry out. That's the way uh, citrus uh, identifies drought. And especially this spring, oh, we yeah. go, we go from these hundred degree <laughs> no moisture to really cold. I I've seen some uh, some plants in my landscape that. On um, porter wheat, for instance, I didn't never even thought of the cold, mm-hmm. but uh, you know, thirty-eight degrees, thirty-seven degrees. Yeah. Uh, th- so, so that lemon is and limes are in that same category. They're real sensitive yeah. to that, to that weather changing, and then real sensitive to drying out. Yeah. Are the le- are the lemons uh, that are on there? Are they sizing? Are they getting bigger? <laughs> 
They are getting bigger, and they have a little bit of yellow on them now. Oh, that's good. Yeah, the uh, beautiful the beautiful fruit. It, I was just concerned that the plant, uh, you know, there might yeah. be something going on with the plant. No, uh, and and a lot of times in the in the rainy season, spells I should say. Uh, and Kevin and I talk about this uh, quite often. Not enough, probably. But when you're growing things in a container, if you get less than an inch of rain, maybe even more than an inch of rain, you need to water that container every okay. day. That, that uh, foliage cover really uh, eliminates most of that water yeah. from getting into the container. And if the if you're growing it right, the, the, the potting mix that you have in the container uh, <laughs> goes out almost every time you water it. That's why we talk about using copious amounts of Osmocote, which mm-hmm. is a, a slow-release fertilizer and mm-hmm. will not be washed out by water. And I do have that, so I'll sprinkle some of that on them, too. Now, uh, do you have copious amounts? Oh, I, well, I can do uh. that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You, I have you need, Like Greg Grant always says, I'm the only person he ever knows that mulches with Osmocote. <laughs> I mean, you got to okay, put now, it on. Forget that uh, instructions on the container. Uh, yeah. Just pour, pour it in there like a mulch. You cannot oh, okay. over overdo Osmica. Now, all right. Do I now, need to mix it up with uh, the, the soil or just put it on top? Yes, now he's going to hedge here because we do, we want to be careful about fertilization. Yeah, in February. You want to do that in February? Yeah, February, March. So, oh, okay. So yeah, cause, so don't over. Just just get control of that uh, watering thing. Uh, as Jerry mentioned, that soil is really well drained in a container with the citrus, so you're not going to overwater it. Mm-mm. Just, uh, okay. you know, just water it frequently to get it back into control where, it, where the leaves stop falling. What size oh. container is it in? Uh, it's a pretty good size container. Okay. Whiskey uh, barrel size? Uh, bigger. Oh, my goodness. Well, good for you. One's whiskey barrel size and one is larger than whiskey barrel. Okay. Good girl. Uh also, I'm going to make a prediction now. Are you ready ready to take this prediction, Milton? Ready, ready. Uh, she's, go, she's going to call back in about uh, 40 days. All right. It's, I'll use 40 days, biblical. I got you. Uh, and tell us that her lemon tree is blooming in the middle of winter in December. Oh, cool. <laughs> because it oh, lost I... all its leaves, <laughs> and it'll, it'll re-sprout. It'll re-sprout. It's not gonna die, but it'll re-sprout. Okay. But that also okay. means you you gotta be really alert for oh, the freeze. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's, it's more cold susceptible when that happens. Okay, I do have okay. protection. Yeah. For, I do have protection for winter time. Uh, oh, okay, that. good. Good. And I did protect it during the summertime when it was 100 degrees here. I, I did protect it from that. I put a big beach umbrella over it so that it got <laughs> so that it got sunlight and air 
until a certain time, and then it just got nice air and maybe reflection. I think she, I think she loves a drink, Calvin. What well, you I'm with her, and I, I think there's hundreds. I bet you don't put a beach umbrella. No, I don't. Over your That's head. right, I don't. I do. I do love my garden. My husband helps me a lot in it because he loves it as well. I have do the, do the neighbor have do the neighbors think do the neighbors think you're crazy or what? <laughs> well, they think that's all we do is work in our yard. Uh, <laughs> you had another question, Nancy? I do. I have one more question for you. Do you prune these bushes back? Do you prune citrus back? Is that what you say? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, well, not so much in a container. Uh, if you remove any branches. Uh, you just do crossing branches, or if you want to take off some lower branches to make it uh, easier to handle, you can do that. But generally, we don't, uh, even citrus in the ground, uh, we don't prune them very much. Yeah, they're kind of, they're kind of a disciplined grower. Right? Yeah, they are. And, and every, every part of the plant has a significant... Uh, contribution to the plant's right. survival and the production of, of fruit so and uh you uh they uh, uh you want to do if you want to do some significant pruning uh, for some reason i don't know why you would do it uh you would do it in uh let's say where do you live are you in the hill country no i'm in san antonio okay you do it in uh mid-february yeah, okay. Before the before the new growth starts, flushes, mm-hmm. what we we'll call flushes. Now, the problem is you're going to artificially cause flushing of yours. So uh, I don't know. You might, uh, if, it, if it flushes or produces new growth in December, I'd wait until that uh, new growth hardens off until, say, okay. March. And it's not uncommon. Uh, what's happening to you, Nance, not uncommon. No, no. It's uh, the, okay. they're they're really a little bit unpredictable. Yeah, we were coming after your plants until you talked about <laughs> putting that beach umbrella <laughs> for <Okay>. plant abuse. <laughs> <laughs> it just got okay. so hot, you know, and I started getting bugs. Uh, I started getting some bugs on it. Um, I don't know. It was just didn't look good when it was a hundred degrees. <laughs> I didn't you know, either. <laughs> I didn't either. The, uh, the uh, uh, another thing is, uh, are you eating the? Le- have you tried the lemons yet? Or have you started eating them? Oh, they're delicious. Oh, okay. You've already started eating them. Well, I have a tree in the backyard. I, I have a tree in the backyard, and I'm looking at about six lemons I've already cut off of it. All right. You're not putting them in a lot of whiskey like Calvin does, are you? <laughs> I'm not talking. Uh, right. Thanks, Nancy. Yeah, don't give away our secrets. Uh, That's right. All right. All right. Well, thank Hang on. So have been a big help. Thank you. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More in a moment on 930 AM. This is Millburgers Gardening South Texas on The Answer.
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Real quick, talk to you about Wild Birds Unlimited. And I enjoy it because I think everybody understands the concept of what makes Millburgers unique as compared to the big box stores. And that is the quality of plants that you get, the, the types of plants you get are going to have a history of doing well. And for the folks at Wild Birds Unlimited, this is, again, the same thing. They're locally owned and, or, uh, and operated here. They've uh, tried and true products that, that can help you to have a great experience bringing nature to your yard and they have helpful people who've seen it all who talk to customers who know what's going on that's why i encourage you to visit wild birds unlimited hebner and northwest military say hi to bill and say hi to kyle over there and uh, tell them what you're trying to do and they'll set you up with all the right stuff um that that you need to do the uh Wild Birds Unlimited, again, Northwest Military on Hebner Road. And uh, they're uh, from feeds to houses to all kinds of great stuff to binoculars and uh, books on field books and stuff. So give them a call, 210-479-BIRD, 210-479-BIRD, to, uh, to find out more about what they have or to call ahead. But they're doing curbside, and they're doing in-store, and they're right there on Northwest Military and Hebner Road. That's Wild Birds Unlimited. All right, 210-308-8867 is our number. We're here at 1604 on Boulevardy Road where the crowds are beginning to, to pick up. A few more people here as it, so the day goes on and on. Turf's letting out. Yeah, oh, there you go. And Trace is up on the porch with us, leaning on the porch. What's going on, Trace? They won't let me within six feet of you, so i got to. I, gotta, I know, I gotta you, you got to gotta kind of be a little bit of way. Yep. Yeah. But, yeah, there is a nice crowd. Nice crowd yesterday for Halloween. It was and, a beautiful uh, day yesterday. Yeah. It's still a beautiful day today. It's just a little, yeah. Oh, yeah. little breezier. Like same day. Yeah. Uh, but uh, when Trace was walking up here, I was asking him about, as at the checkout counter, as I was coming in the front, uh, I saw a couple with a... Uh, 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 a variegated uh, looked like a variegated grass and I knew it wasn't variegated ginger and he said this what is it? Variegated flax lily flax F-L-A-X right? Yes. Lily we, we've had it on sale before yeah, yeah. I remember it's, seeing it's it. a gorgeous uh, looks kind of like a iris type foliage yeah. but, but variegated white and green it's beautiful and uh, very showy or the leaves are showy the blooms are not so showy <laughs> Uh, so if you have one of those shaded areas that you, you're having a hard time getting any kind of color in there, this is a great, great plant to stick yeah. in that situation. Yeah, they're beautiful plants. Uh, I guess they feed back, do they? They can, get, they can get some cold damage, but uh, I haven't ever seen them die from the cold. Okay. Just, just get a little ugly. If you cover yeah. them, they probably wouldn't even do now, that. If, if you're really a variegated plant nut, you could get the variegated ginger... Put that. Let's see. I guess that would go in front of the flax, wouldn't it? Ginger's going to get bigger. So flax is going to be, be taller. Yeah. No, no, the ginger's going to be taller. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Mine froze back every year, and it never got extremely tall. But uh, anyway, the variegated ginger's on sale uh, for 1988, and two for thirty-five dollars, which is a good deal. And uh, so you could you could plant the, if you're a variegated person, huh. you could uh, <laughs> you could Is go that ahead. Is a good thing or a bad thing? <laughs> I don't know. Well, uh, Greg Grant is a nutcase of a variegated plant. 
But uh, yeah, mostly just a nutcase. Right? <laughs> a lot, a lot of people, uh, especially in this area where iron chlorosis is a problem, they look at variegation as being a nutrient deficiency, when it's actually a a selection, like this variegated ginger. It's it was it's beautiful. I. Speaking of Greg Grad, uh, he was working out at uh, Lone Star Growers when this variegated ginger first came on the market, and uh, that's been a few years back. And uh, he in, he invited me out to look at look at this variegated, ginger. and <laughs> and he said, uh, "What do you think of this?" And he showed me that variegated. Ginger. I said, "I think I want some." Because <laughs> I mean, it was killer. It is killer, in under under trees and things like that. But it doesn't doesn't bloom that much. I never saw mine bloom because it froze back. I don't think it ever blooms. No. Mm. And it's not the usable ginger root, but it sure is a gorgeous leaf. Yeah. And also, we didn't talk about yesterday. You got my favorite. Uh, imported amaryllis bulbs in. We got them, best selection of the year. Yeah. Oh, good. And uh, including UT Orange. Yeah. After that exciting win. Wait yesterday. a minute. <laughs> you notice he didn't picture in the sales uh, item. I, I think that was a mistake. Actually. Yeah. 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 I, 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 I didn't. I didn't pick the picture. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, they're for nine ninety nine a piece. Mm-hmm. That's almost ten dollars. Almost. That's that's really pushing on ten dollars. <laughs> that's trace nine ninety nine. But uh, let's see. Every penny counts. <laughs> that's right. Exotic collection of quality cultivars imported from Israel. Hmm. That will produce an amazing display of colors on sixteen to twenty inch stalks, with six plus blooms. So other than the orange one. Yeah. The green one is pretty cool. Oh, really? The green green flower? Yeah. If I'd have said that to my mama, she would have slapped my face. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but how would you tell what she was slapping you for? <laughs> but she always loved that red, the the that famous red. Uh, they got some huge flowers, well, bloom. I would take her one every year, so uh, we, it would bloom around Christmas. But she got so, she was uh, calling me nightly, uh, telling me how much the stalk grew that that, that good day. Because that stalk <laughs> is is unbelievable. Uh, you know, it shoots up. It says on display on 16 to 20 inch stalks. And that they reach that 16 to 20 inch stalks before they bloom. That they'll, they'll have buds on the top. Yeah. But uh, those stalks, how, how fast they come, and you got you got the plant there. Uh, you're forcing it into in the house if you if you want to, and um, uh, you have you have to st- stake it up or tie it up or do something with it because it'll it'll get so heavy with those big blooms around Christmas time that it'll fall over. So, uh, and you pot them up. Uh, let's say y'all got the uh, little pots that you put them in, or that you put the bulb in. We've got we've got pots. Okay, 
And you have in the past had them already potted. Well, if, if it gets down to the end or they start growing too much, then that's I do that. So that okay, but I mean, uh, they were in packages. Yeah, we didn't do that this year. Didn't do that? Okay. But you've got all the stuff. A lot of people just put uh, get that pot, that especially amaryllis pot, and they put what, gravel or marbles or <laughs> something in the it. bottom. I've seen it do all kinds of yeah, ways. Yeah, uh, any sort of solid. So, yeah. So, Little but, river rock. But you don't have to worry about fertilization. You don't have to worry about uh, uh, a potting mix or anything like that. It's already got everything it needs to do yeah. its bloom. You just put the bulb in there. That little that little bottom's like a camel. So it holds everything that that plant needs to bloom except for the water to get there. There you go. And it, it's easy to easy for people to take care of uh, especially in uh, healthcare centers or uh, uh assisted living uh situation. And uh my, my mother used to have them in the living room, um, indicating that light is not a factor either. No, but I, I have seen it affect how tall the bloom spike is. Is that be. right? Mm. Okay. More light, taller the bloom spike? Yeah. Yeah, okay. But uh, the only only re, the only uh, restriction you have is if you uh, plant them in amarillo. You have to do it in the morning. I thought, uh, there, it's, I thought there were some rules, too, about uh, a lot of places you can't plant that burnt orange. That color is so strange. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, they, no, throw, they throw you out of health care. Yeah, that's yeah. just fake news. Uh, <laughs> that's just designed to and, uh, propaganda against the burnt orange. In that now, have they got a picture of the one that's that with loom with no color? The green one? Yeah. Yeah, there's a picture over there on the crate. There's a green pic, green bloom picture. Yes. Okay. I just didn't want people to. How does the green differentiate differentiate itself from the foliage? <laughs> same color. It's, it's the same color. Okay, well, no, cool. it's actually really more of a lot. No, it's it's a lighter green. Yeah, I was wondering. So it looked a little different. Yeah. My mama wouldn't have wanted a green, but they she loved it. Let's see. They 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 have often had a red. Solid red, and then they had uh, red with stripes. There's, yeah. there's some of those. Red or stripes? And there's white that with candy cane type. White with stripes, too? Yeah, with pink stripes. Okay. There's, there's a bunch of them. There's like nine or ten. Let's see, there's 15 cases. Wow. I'd say 11 varieties. And I've seen homes, too, after the, the holidays where they put them, like, in a little circle in the yard, and you'll see them as you drive up, and they seem to be in kind of, like that between the, the sidewalk and the, yeah. and the street, and they're really pretty. My, my mother-in-law, after after one year of forcing them, went and planted them in her backyard, and mm-hmm. they just started multiplying. And oh, how really? <laughs> once they they naturalized, it was uh, pretty much every Easter. The the, the Easter yeah. picture with my daughter was with the amaryllis in the background <laughs> blooming. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. And uh, now, if you got deer, you got to be a little careful. No, uh, you got to get a little closer <laughs> to the mic, Calvin. <laughs> I was saying, with their, if you got deer in your neighborhood, uh, you got to be careful how you. Oh, they like the. They like amaryllis. They seem to be, yeah. In my, okay. In my neighborhood, they do. <laughs> but uh, yeah, my I, we I used to tell mother, uh, she was homebound, and I said, well, when they get through get through blooming, just throw them away. 
How do you think that went over? Yeah, not very well. We didn't she, throw, she, she slapped didn't throw anyway, thing away. She slaps him for everything. Well, how, how long would you have to grow the foliage on it for it to store enough energy to force it again? Yeah, that's a good well, question. That's true. I'm guessing three months, let it die back, yeah. and force it all over again. <laughs> so you get three or four sets of blooms maybe every year. Yeah. And uh, uh, that price may sound high to you, but imagine... They're huge bulbs that's taken a long time to grow, and they're imported from Israel. Yeah. There's a lot of freight. Just, yeah, uh, a lot just of freight so you all involved. know, there's a lot of freight involved in that 999. <laughs> but uh, uh, if you got a, a homebound person or somebody in a, they can't, can't get outside and love to garden, this is a must. It'll make and, their day. Yeah. yeah. Actually, they're eight weeks because they get to watch it grow yeah. and, and bloom. Yeah, get to watch that stalk. <laughs> and and they can feel free to call you every day and tell you how yeah, tall, what tall a stalk is. You can just send them an email if you don't <laughs> yeah. want to call. Especially the green one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which his mother will slap him. for. <laughs> I, will, I will be interested if anybody comes in to buy the green one. I already sold a bunch. Have you really? Yes. Did they know they were green? There's a picture there. Uh, they know exactly, <laughs> but it's very unique. There's a lot of people that just want to try something different. That's true. I don't know why. Just, just like kale. Man. You don't like kale, but yeah. there's people out there that want something different. Well, really? man, they're the same people that have green zinnias. Uh, <laughs> and there's also a green rose. Jerry was shocked. The oldest antique rose is a green rose. Well, say, I remember carrying St. Patrick's before, and that was a, hmm. a lime green. Yeah. Jerry was shocked to know some people like Brussels sprouts. Uh, really? <laughs> I like Brussels sprouts. I like Brussels sprouts, too. Yeah. Me too. Little, little bacon, little Parmesan. They're yeah. awfully good. I'm good with butter. Is that right? Good for you. Butter. That's uh, <laughs> boi- boiled with butter and uh, a little bit of bacon grease. Did you hear us telling the story about the the fellow that came up here with a, uh, a, a plant out of the uh, coal crops? With no label in it, and and uh, he asked Calvin what what it was. Well, Brussels sprouts got a unique leaf it to does. it, round. And uh, Calvin told him what it was, and he, he looked over at me and I said, "Throw it away. Do we don't, don't don't even put it back." <laughs> but Calvin corrected. That's okay. Him. We'll take it out of check. <laughs> but anyway, he he was like me. He didn't want Brussels sprouts. He was looking for cabbage, which is a uh, Brussels, all Brussels prizes is a cabbage. It didn't make it, you know. Or did make it. <laughs> yeah. And, lot, and lots of them. Yeah. And if you want to plant Brussels sprouts along with your green amaryllis, uh, you need to do it now because Brussels sprouts is a long-term, even though it's a small harvest of a, a small heads, uh, it's a kind of it needs three months or more of uh, cool temperatures before it'll form the Brussels sprout. Now to produce a lot, I mean it's well worth it to have in your garden in terms of the the volume, but it all comes at once in through that late spring. Yeah, so and it won't. Looks kind of like a menorah. Yeah, <laughs> oh, is that right? Sprouts all over. Yeah, yeah. Cool. It, it will not freeze. I can say that with certainty 
because during the, you during, during the hard you. freeze of uh what was it 87 uh no 83 83 yeah uh tw- below 20 degrees it was about 12 degrees as a matter of fact i went out the next day i said well at least my Brussels sprouts froze. You know, I won't have to eat those. Next day, that thing was standing tall and looking good. Just to spite Only you. thing in the garden that didn't freeze. Just to spite you. <laughs> so they will not freeze. And the foliage is good. Now, if you get can, well, looking for something good to say about Brussels sprouts, is that the foliage is good to eat. It's milder. Than collards, hmm. and they probably still got the same nutrition. But uh, the problem is, if you start eating the leaves, uh, you'll decrease the overall yield of the fruit of the fruit of the heads, I guess you call it. So there is one part of the Brussels sprout that you like. Yeah, the leaves. Okay. <laughs> if you know how to cook collards. Thank you for getting that out of me. I did. Okay. <laughs> And all the, right. the, well, Out of all that, that's what I got. <laughs> yeah. You will eat Brussels sprout. Just <laughs> not the, yeah. The, uh, as I was walking out yesterday, I, I hadn't seen the cyclamen. How can you not see yeah. the cyclamen? It's behind, they're behind me. Oh, that's true, but still. And I mean. Blind you just walking it, up here. Oh, it's, yeah. How many rows of them? And how, yeah. Like 12 it, tables? Yeah. Yeah, Milton and I were walking, walking by and from here, what is that over there? Twenty yards, thirty yards. That red, you can see that red one just screaming. Yeah, the deep red. It's beautiful. I mean, that thing is amazing. So, if you like your cyclamen, I think we talked about this a week or two ago. There's going to be a shortage on white. Yeah, but you got. But you a still lot. have a lot. Well, I had a guy come yesterday and bought four hundred. Oh my <laughs> gosh! So no, there's uh, there's going to be a shortage on white. Okay. Okay. For the whole year. Okay. That's right. weird. Wonder why that was. Was it just the crop, variety? Crop, crop failure twice in a row. Mm. Oh, Lord. Hey, right. we, we need to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867. James, we'll talk to you right after the break on 930 AM, The And we continue playing music from James Bond movies that Sean Connery was a part of. Shirley Bassey, Diamonds for, for, Are Forever. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons and James on the line at 210-308-8867. What's going on, James? You enjoying the pretty day? Oh, yeah, it's gorgeous. That's uh, what we put up with summer for, I think. I hope. Hey, <laughs> yeah. I, I, about a year ago, about this time last year, I was visiting on um, my way to visit my mother in the nursing home next to H-E-B, close to where Dr. Parsons hangs out. And, there you uh, go. To Rainbow, I went to Rainbow Gardens and picked up a couple of amaryllis, one for her, you know, because they're easy to care for, like you say, and one for me. Uh, the thing is, the one for me, it's been on my, it bloomed last year around Christmas, thereafter, I think it was January. And uh, so I put it in a pot, but it's it's root bound, a small pot. It's been on my patio, covered patio, at morning sun, afternoon shade. It hasn't bloomed again. It's got long leaves on it right now. How do I get it, force it to bloom again? Do I cut those leaves off or just let it go? Uh, 
Let it dry out? Yeah. Uh, uh, well, I didn't let it dry out. I didn't know I was supposed to. I've been watering it when I watered I th- my I, th- I think you have to let it uh, dry out. In other words, you got it in a container, and then yes. uh, uh, you've got big leaves on it. Oh, yeah, and, long uh, leaves. So you have to give it a dormancy period, and that that involves uh, just uh, knocking over that pot, leaving it turned over so it won't get any water from July or August until uh, it goes completely dormant and uh, you start watering it again in at, at around Christmas time. Okay, since I've kept it wet, since I've kept it wet, it's too late for this year. Just let it dry out next late next summer. Yeah, I think that'd probably be better. Well, you could, oh, of course, you you'd have it you'd have it blooming by what Valentine's. Yeah, <laughs> you can experiment with it. It won't hurt it for sure. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Okay. What color was your right. What color was yours? Was it green? The one I left my mother at the nursing home was the red and white stripe. There you go. That's a good yeah. boy. Yeah. Thanks, James. All right. Okay, I know what to do. All right, thank you. You okay. take care. Hi, James. Milton is on the line at 210. Oh, yeah, no. he's calling back. I thought we told him not to call back. No, we like Milton. Anybody with that name's got to be okay with us. <laughs> at 210-308-8867. What's going on, Milton? Welcome to the show. Oh, thank you. Uh I picked up a pile of grass in uh, St. Augustine, but it's got Bermuda in it. And I'm looking at it, and I'm I'm worried about that Bermuda uh, overtaking that that St. Augustine. You you didn't get that at Millburgers, did you? Yeah. You did. Yep. Well, uh, I guess you got Raleigh, St. Augustine, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is this going to be uh, in the sh- in a semi-shaded area or? No, it's, it's in- full. It's full sun in that front. Okay. If you yeah, if you mow it high, if, if you go ahead and mow it high, uh, you know, like uh, three to four inches high. Which you ought to be mowing St. Augustine that high anyway, it'll and and take care of fertilizing and everything. It'll uh, it'll uh, hide that Bermuda or over overtake the Bermuda. But uh, there's okay. no no way you can spray it with anything to kill the Bermuda that won't kill the St. Augustine. Okay. Now. If you if you if you put it out front and you decide not to water your lawn or fertilize it or take care of it and mow it short, uh, the Bermuda is going to take over in the sun. All right. Okay. Now that's not a that's not a bad situation. Bermuda's a, if Bermuda takes over the way you take care of your lawn. Then you should have Bermuda rather than St. Augustine. Well, I, I like the St. Augustine, so. Okay, well then mow it high, fertilize it in the spring and the fall, and uh, 
and water it uh, at least every seven to ten days during All periods right. of uh, no rainfall. Okay, well, I, I called there, and the grass manager, I'll get with that. I'm sure that they're going to do something here. Anyway, I, I thank you for the advice. I, I didn't yes. know what to do about that. No. All right. You just just kind of ignore it. <laughs> Thanks, Milton. <laughs> thank you. Have All right. Yeah, grow it like Milton would grow it. There you go. <laughs> Don't be like Milton. This Milton sounds like he's a better gardener. John is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Hey, John, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Oh, pretty good, thank you. How are you? Good, good. What's going on? Oh, I was, I was wanting to find a little greenhouse about a 6 by 6 or a 6 by 8 and I was wondering if you'd know where a good one would be at. Uh, I'm thinking, I saw the question. I'm thinking, I mean, you may have an answer, Jerry, but the best thing is just to call and talk to Trace and see what you know who they recommend that they know does greenhouses. That's my advice. I don't know. Because uh, have, have you looked in the yellow pages on the greenhouses? No, I'm, or Google it. Nobody looks in the yellow pages oh, anymore. Oh, I'm sorry. I do. Do you? I didn't know, know they still had yellow pages. And if I looked under greenhouses, I would find there used to be one over on 35 South and 1604 that I used to, 35 okay. North and 1604. It was called, uh, it was initials like B and H. But uh, I, I imagine that guy passed away uh, that I worked with. Everybody that I worked with passed away. Hmm. You're the last one standing. <laughs> but anyway, it was B&H Greenhouses. I, well, it was two initials. But it might help, honestly, to, to call the nursery. Yeah. I know they sell. They don't sell the, the, the big ones that you think of. I don't believe. I think they have the the, the plastic ones. That, well, I, yeah. I, just yeah, but, I just left the nursery. I know they don't have them there. Okay. Well, just, but did, they, the did, they, did you ask for any advice on where they might get them? Uh, they gave me like the no hobbler. Okay. So, okay. I was like, All right. Okay. Well, I thought you, do, do, you, do you have, do you have yellow? Right. Do you know. have yellow pages? <laughs> do you have yellow pages? No, John does not have yellow. Pages. I just, I just thought maybe you guys might know since y'all know everything else about. Plants. Get your yellow That's pages. True, huh? Yeah, just we'll your yellow pages off. Yeah, avoid Google. Don't even use it. Just, just go, go get the yellow pages. You're gonna have to go back in time. If, I, if you had a gun to my head. Uh, you, you're like many, many people. Thanks, John. Sorry, we want more help. Hey, thanks. All right, and we're gonna end the hour talking to Johnson City oh, Joe, no. Joe, 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 Joe. I didn't get my email this week. Oh, I got one well, at the beginning of the week. I got a problem. I got okay. it on my phone, and I don't know how to transfer it to the computer, so I need a, somebody's cell phone so I can send it to you. We're Bye. confused. <laughs> what are you trying to do? Well, He's got I a have it on my on his phone. Cell phone. And I wanted, and I couldn't download it to my computer. So if anybody's got a cell phone, I could send it to the cell phone, but not to, to the computer. 
I'm challenged. Got a cell phone. Yeah, but the um, probably the best way you can actually from your cell phone send the picture to an email address. They let you do that. Well, whose email address? Well, you can send it to Milton at klup dot com, and I'll see if I can get it. Oh, from my cell phone. Yeah, yeah. You just instead of putting in a cell phone number, put in an email address. Okay, well, I'll, I'll try that. But what okay. I'm calling, calling about is that uh, one thing I heard y'all talking about planting onions uh, right. yesterday. Yeah. Well, one of the great joys of plant is planting onions right now for the home gardener by seed. But you got to be very good, careful because you know those little bitty onion seeds. I put mine in a pepper shaker, <laughs> and I shake okay. them out, okay? And I just, uh, on top of the ground, uh, of course, it's already damp, and I pat them down. And then what I have, I have little green onions all the way through till when they start bulbing up. I pick those little green onions out, and I eat them. Put them in salads, put them in cooking, okay. and then, but it, it, you start right now, and uh, it's very easy to do, uh, and uh, what I do, I put them in a, one of those old kids' swimming pools, uh, you know, yeah. uh, that the kids have, so the weeds yeah. don't get, don't get into it. There you and go. I have onions. Uh, as soon as those little old sprouts coming, I start pulling those little old sprouts out uh, until you know they. I get it where I want the right size for them to bulb up. You know, in the late spring. It's yeah. uh, really hard for the kids to swim in there, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. All those onions in there. I run them off. Kids are getting over. You put holes in the bottom of the swimming pool so the water will drain out? Yes, I do. I use there a pitchfork. Go. I got a pitchfork. Oh, no. And I go around and I put holes. And it's kid, one of those yeah, plastic kid, ones. I, I can see the kids crying. Now. Yeah, uh, the well, kids are not Grandpa, saying. Grandpa. Yeah, they're overrated now. They're getting overrated, <laughs> those grandkids. But the, uh, uh, Where do you get the seed? I got them down here at the local feed store. You can buy them by have the a, ounce or uh, yeah. two ounces. Do they, have, do, do they have a name on them? Yeah, 10, 15 Y is what I always get. Oh, okay. I yeah. didn't realize they would sell that over there. Yeah. Uh, I get them at the feed store. They carry all sorts of uh, seeds. They buy them in bulk, and then they put yeah. them in little... They buy them in bulk, and then they put them in little packages. Yeah. And uh, so I get a lot of my vegetable seeds from there. I always use ten fifteen Y, uh, just because yeah, I always have. Uh, uh, but uh, anyway, I, that's the way to have little green onions all the way up uh, through the process. Just you just keep thinning them out until you get the right spacing, and then you let the other ones grow big. Yeah. An ounce of seed <laughs> goes a long ways. 
Yeah, you just uh, throw them on top of the ground. How do you? What kind of mix do you use in the poo? I just use a regular, a regular potty mix. Okay, good. I get one that has the fertilizer already in it. Uh, I don't know how good that is, but then of course I use. Huh? Yeah, if, if, <laughs> that's a, it. Probably wouldn't. It probably wouldn't affect his uh, early sprouts, yeah, but, right? But it might, might later on. Yeah, the bigger you might be able to so, get bigger onions. So what well, you, you know? You know, you know that that song about God didn't make little green onions. Yeah, <laughs> and it don't rain. <laughs> what what should I use? Twelve zero zero. I would use a a light mixture of nineteen five nine slow release fertilizer. Okay, I and get that's that. swimming poop, but it's got to be. It's not a. It's fifty percent slow release. Uh, but uh, and you you don't want you want to use it judiciously, not copious amounts like uh, we do the Osmico. And no, it's a long term. Okay, yeah, so just uh, and then uh, what I do is periodically I always go back in there and refertilize it. Yeah, that'd be good. Side dress it. Side dress yeah, it. Yeah, side dress it. So I okay. get some pretty good onions, and I get a lot of nice little green onions. Yeah. Which I, I really like. Well, that's a good idea. Yeah. Right. Thanks for now, calling. Whoa, whoa, one more question. Uh, well, Joe, we, we got like 30 seconds. You want to hold okay, on to well, the news? I can't answer it. I'll have to call you back on it. Okay. Uh, call us back. Uh, Thanks, Joe. Good talking to you. All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call. And we'll talk with Gardening with you at 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch, Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Wick, and this is nine. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, our phone number, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. And toll-free outside of San Antonio is 866 308 8867. We were talking about, uh, Trace was talking about, uh, he didn't, um, I think Millburgers is hiring drivers. And he said, yeah, but we probably don't have a lot of folks that, that drive trucks and listen to the show. And I remember we had that one guy, he hadn't called us in a while. He, uh, I think he was, as they used to say on WWL, he was the over the road trucker. And, uh, <laughs> but, uh, he hasn't, well, hey, we haven't talked to him in a while, so he can call us too at 866 We had, uh, 308 We had lots of folks stop by to talk to us. Ask yeah. Questions. We had one that was looking for, uh, sweet taters. And <laughs> we had a couple, I thought a few weeks ago we had a couple left, but I, I guess we, she wasn't able to. Yeah, I wanted to yell them. at her, they'll freeze. Yeah. Was she well, going to keep them in the house? Or what? Oh, sweet potatoes? Yeah. Well, she had a mission for sure because she was over there searching where the sweet potatoes used to be. Okay. But, uh, yeah, that's, if it was, uh, it was kind of a lost cause if she was going to have it outside. <laughs> but if she maybe had something for a special event or, okay. or a greenhouse, something, a greenhouse. Yeah, she, uh, we used to have a good supply of them on that second bench there. What are we talking Up about? Front. Oh, we were talking about the, the, the lady looking for uh, sweet taters. 
The actual consumable one? No. <laughs> no. Okay. All right. De- decoration. Decoration. Okay. Decoration. I guess. But you know that plant don't like it below 40 degrees. No. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's what we, 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 I was curious because she had such a, a driven, uh, it was such an issue with her. It was a, I thought it might be something really interesting, some kind of event or <laughs> special. Yeah, they're, they're attractive, but they will freeze and uh, below 40 degrees. Well, I've had, for, uh, of course, I haven't had any that have come back for the last three or four years. Mm. But uh, for a while, there are four or five years, I, they did do so, Yeah, they go to the ground and then back. come back from the Which ones came? Root. came I guess the uh, light green ones came back. And the, yeah. And the maroon ones didn't come back. Yeah, the uh, that light green is a vigorous is a vigorous sweet potato. But it's a, it is a good uh Tolerant uh, ground cover and decor- yeah. decoration. I've seen yeah. I've seen that thing out in full sun. A lot of landscapers are using uh-huh. it in full sun, and you would think those yellow leaves would burn up, but they don't. Well, it always looks nice. With, here at the nursery, we use it in a in a container with uh, some kind of a yeah. centerpiece. Yeah. All right, 210-308-8867. We have someone named Greg on the line at 210-308-8867. Oh, no. Does he sound old? I don't know. He sounds a little older than maybe oh, he maybe. did might have yesterday. Yeah. Hey, right. you're on the air. Welcome to the show. How are you, Greg Grant? Older, but not wiser. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> I always remember Greg's birthday because it's on the Day of the Dead. There you go. <laughs> Uh, oh, nice. I think, I think yeah. technically tomorrow might be the day of the dead. So. Oh, oh saint no. day. So just think of, think of the most saintliest person you can think of, and that, of course, would be not me. But anyway, <laughs> y'all doing good today? Saint Greg. What, you have a hard question you need help with or something? No, oh. we just wanted to call and wish you a happy birthday. Jerry yeah. was talking well, about you yesterday. Ain't that sweet? I've heard Jerry call a lot of things, but that's not what Yeah, I'm. that's, that's rarely. <laughs> well, I, 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 no, I'm so much a call being sweet. Jerry is definitely okay. not sweet. So. <laughs> yeah. I, fi- I, I, figured, I figured up how old you are, Greg. How? Uh, How'd you do that? Medicine. You got my paper. Oh, okay. Hang on. <laughs> what is that called? A back- Isn't it a mathematical formula? You read this or you want this uh, back? No, just figure Just look at my math and make sure uh, I got okay. it right. It seemed like a lot of people, a lot of yeah, years. Greg Grant is, according to this, 72. Yeah, you're not that good in math. <laughs> We're not, not going to give Greg's in, uh, age on the air. Greg may not want to tell his age. Hey, I can tell you how yeah, I figured okay. out. Do you care about that? Sure. <laughs> I don't care. And let me tell you, I never can figure out my own age, but my oldest brother is 60. The next brother is 59. That means I'm 58. And when my sister has her birthday, she'll be 57. So that's the beauty of being a year apart. Oh, okay. well, we do, Greg, we do the same thing person. in my family. And, and if, so, if one of us makes an error, you can bet my yeah. sister is on it like a Absolutely. Yeah, that's not right. Yeah, in my case, you got a, a Catholic married a Baptist. It took the Baptist a while to figure out what was going on. And so that's how we ended so up being a year apart. So you're 58, huh? There you go. That's it. There you go. That's hard to believe. You're over 50. Yeah, and when I started with you, what was uh, a baby? 16. 
<laughs> I, I looked like it, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. I, oh, I yeah. Greg, Greg first showed up. I, th- I thought he was a janitor uh, uh, working with a janitor. What? <laughs> <laughs> Then, then when I realized he was he was the county horticulturist, he realized he was I was underqualified for the janitor. Then, then doctors, the doc. Uh, I don't think was Sam a doctor then. Uh, anyways, uh, Sam Cotler sent him over. Yeah. Well, I've I've always appreciated Greg because they told me when they hired me to replace him. Oh. Yeah, that's that's oh. why they were giving me extra pay because yeah. to uh, have to correct everything that Greg had done. Yeah, I could just hear that conversation. We don't care what you do because you can't mess up, son. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. people like following me. Mm-hmm. Thank you. But anyway, uh, so let's. You what, were young. Are you on a new, any new projects, Greg? You one of the one of the things we really. Appreciate about you is your writing and uh, uh, your ability to express yourself and your horticulture knowledge in your books. Is there anything new going on? Well, I'm I'm uh, got a whole bunch more bulbs to add to my trial. So this is something shoot Jerry and I even worked on way back there with trying to figure out which daffodils and narcissus and jonquil things do in the south because the majority of them that they sell don't, and so. I'm sitting here looking at a big patch, and I got three or four boxes in the mail this week. I got to get planted, and so every year of my life, I plant more and more, and watch most of them wither away. And so, it's mostly a well. Now that he's at fifty-eight, we don't want him wasting time yeah, on topics yeah. that are not important to oh, us. Do we? I will say, I will say that I have had contact with Greg for the last couple of weeks. Hmm. Asking him, you'll need to quarantine to, to come up to date. Come up with a date. Uh-oh. It's hard. We, we decided to put more grande on the market. Oh, that's right. You talked about and that. And do you think uh, his young mind of sick dick could ever come up with that day? No. Well, he was, I was too busy to get ready to celebrate his birthday thirty years ago. <laughs> what did you decide, Jerry? Was that when I was working for Extension in San Antonio or when I was working for Lone Star Growers in San Antonio? It's when you were working for Extension. That's what I thought. And I, and, uh, I, I, I picked it out. As, it's on plantatra.com, uh, the origins of uh, more grande hibiscus, and a lot, a lot of writings of Paul Cox on there. And, well, good. Uh, and we... we uh, the members uh, Trace and them brought some, bought some uh, plants of uh, more grande hibiscus since they're so hard to find these days. Absolutely. So, uh, so we're gonna we're trying to save it. And, we're good. Uh, I, I was. <laughs> I'm working on the write up on flare. So my next question to you will be: What was the latest name? That found the uh, uh, peppermint flare. Uh, uh, Brenna. Uh, Brenna. My student Brenna. B R E N A. Okay. She she was Brenna actually uh, looking after the landscape for somebody, so she noticed it. And her name was Duran. B R E N A. And her last name at the time was Duran. D U R E N. She's married since then. And so she's the one that told me about it when we went out there and looked and uh, took the cuttings. 
Yeah, that's Man. that was that's a a, mirac- a miraculous story that I'm I'm going to write down. You said, don't have to well, remember good. the date of that, do you? No, but I uh, I think I can. Well, I here again, I can't remember if, if that was slides or you know. The yeah. nice thing about digital images, you got the date on there, and if I can, I, I still have my slides, and I'm gradually. Uh, having them copy, but I'll, I'll, I'll look and see. I can also ask Brenna, because uh, she might have an idea. She follows oh, okay. me on Facebook. The last name was D-U-R-I-N? D as in dog, U-R-E-N. Okay, you know, spelling makes for great radio. It's an E down Yeah, of course it does. So I caught him, but I yeah he couldn't. Couldn't quite get him. So y'all going to Chuck E. Cheese to celebrate, Greg, or what y'all doing? Well, no, actually, going. My mom was putting on a birthday dinner for. There's three that have oh. birthdays in November, so when you're the third child, you're used to being lumped in with the others. Aww. And I think I've got a, a two nieces or niece-in-laws or something like that. Because you're looking. My wife said, "Didn't you ever have birthday parties?" And I said, "No, it was Halloween people, and you'd stand there with a cake with a bunch of people in costumes, and my mom would take my picture." <laughs> and years later, I'm like. Here are all these people at my party all dressed up. She said, don't at your party. They were trick-or-treating, and I just asked them to stand there next to you for your, with your cake. So, anyway, <laughs> no, just, we didn't do parties. All right. I did cake. I didn't do parties. So. Okay. Well, good yeah, talking we to you guys. Uh, yeah, good talking uh, to you, too. Yeah, happy, we, birthday, happy, birthday, happy birthday. Happy birthday, yeah. Thank you. Right. Love you all. Bye-bye. Take care, Take man. Care. All right, 210-308-8867. We got him. We got him is right, yeah. That's amazing. Lisa's on hey, the Right line. now he's cussing under his breath. He's yeah, they call me. I was I having a nice time that. until I had to do that. <laughs> Hi, Lisa. Happy Greg Grant's birthday day. Happy birthday, Greg Grant. Yeah, there you go. What's going okay. on, Lisa? We haven't talked in a while. I know. I've got several questions here. I'm going to start off with the easy ones and work my way into it. Uh oh! How are you making it with the flea market shut down? Well, it's not. In fact, I was—that's one of the questions because I got <laughs> my hands on a couple of uh, the Esperanzas. One is a red, and the other is an apricot. And Esperanza one red. A red Esperanza and an apricot. Huh? Did it have a name on it? Or they have names on it? No. <laughs> They have blooms on them. So they it's Fred blooms. and oh, Ethel. Yeah. They're, they're blooming. Fred and Ethel Esperanza. But they yeah. have blooms. So I, I, I just. I never have heard of a red Esperanza. Okay. Was it blooming? Have, yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, it was blooming. Okay, so she knows. And oh, it was huh. red. It was red. Is it a small plant? No. Okay. But uh, and the blue, what kind of the blooms are they small or are they? They're they're identical to the yellow gold star. They're tubular. They're they're florip. They're, you know, wide wide mouthed. Okay. Well, Mister Mister Moy had developed some, but they're they had elongated blooms, they're, and the blooms weren't nearly as big as gold star. Right. So well, these are, you got these a winner there, as yeah, usual. It's, it's worth uh, worth watching it develop, at least. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, well, I was just curious if it's too late to put them in the ground. No, never. Great. Okay, it might, great. It, it's, it's, possible, it's a young plant, but uh, 
extreme cold should, uh, since Esperanza is a subtropical plant, uh, it, uh, it, it, it might, if it's still, it's the, how tall is the plant? It's probably about three feet. Okay, and then gallon, three-gallon container? It's more like a gallon right now. Uh, I, I would I would protect it this winter. Yeah. Rather than planting it out. And okay. She's, she's, she's got protection. It's young and everything. And yeah. since it's the only red Esperanza on Earth, <laughs> purchase at the flea market. <laughs> We'll have to make a listing. We'll have to make a listing of all the flea market plants. That's one thing yeah. we don't have on planet. No, you need. Well, to, we need a book. Lisa, <laughs> Lisa's flea Lisa market. needs to take you with her. Yeah. I know it. Well, as well as the apricot one. Yeah, uh, is it the same size and in the same container? Size yes. container. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Greg developed uh, an apricot that we have available, uh, Esperanza. But uh, I can't imagine why a flea market person would have. But I, it, it, you handle it the same way. Okay. See, see what happens. Um, okay. Uh, the other ones, um, my angel trumpet in the ground now. Can it go? Yeah. Um now, angel trumpet is more tender than Esperanza as far as freezing uh, back. Right. But uh, uh, is it the same size or is it taller oh, bigger. or what? Bigger. It, it's bigger. Bigger. Okay. Does it have any buds on it? It's already bloomed. It doesn't have buds right now, but it's bloomed several times already. Okay. Okay. Uh, you take a chance of it uh, freezing back to the to the ground. But normally, uh, they come up from the roots. Yeah, well, I've got some already in the ground that are way established that come back every year. I'm just saying, is it too late to put these new ones in the ground now or wait until spring to put them in? If they're in a larger container, they are. And, and since we live in uh, South Texas, South Central Texas, uh, I'd I'd probably go ahead and put them in the in the in the ground now. Okay. Let them establish a root system okay. for next spring. You All need right. to put a you need to put them in a semi shaded area. Nothing more than morning sun afternoon shade. Well, the the one that I've got now that's in the ground is in full sun. No no shade around it. Huh? No trees around it. No. Hmm. It's a is yellow. It, is it is Charles Grimaldi? I have no idea. <laughs> Did we get that from the flea market too? Yes, yes. Uh it's Charles Grimaldi. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh Kiwi and my papaya. Lord have mercy. <laughs> Did you get that from the flea market too? Yes. Well, I got the kiwi. I I take it back. I got the pea, the papaya at the flea market. I got the kiwi over at Rainbow. Okay. The uh, <laughs> the papaya 
is definitely cold sensitive. Yeah, it needs to be. Uh, so uh, it would be. Uh, I remember in the old, uh, when we were doing that promotion, we would <laughs> we would have uh, be lo- be looking for a, a protective site right now. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, they're, uh, they're I've, extremely... I've had them in the past. I planted them next to the the house. There you it, go. The, the, so it was protected, and it, it did fabulously, and it grew large fruit and everything. But now I bought a new one. It's in a gallon container, and I, it's blooming. I mean, it's it's flower, it's growing, but I don't know if I should just winter it in the garage and then try planting it in the ground in the spring. I would... I would uh protected this winter okay and the kiwi good lord <laughs> kiwi yeah that's extremely cold susceptible okay and so uh, they, yeah okay um now my crown of thorns i've got both varieties and i've got them in a container but they're starting the leaves are starting to yellow and drop off what is that an indicator of what is it like uh, crown of thorns, crown of thorns. oh what she said crown of thorns oh right. crown of thorns mm-hmm. <laughs> um sounds like maybe it's maybe it could have gotten uh too dry yeah or oh. or which, which of course, is the opposite from what usually happens. Most people over over uh, water, water uh, crying alone. Now we are talking about uh, some some plants that got got a little colds uh, damaged. This uh, you know, we were looking at forty degree, but actually got down to thirty six, thirty seven degrees some yeah. places. Yeah. So, so it might have been part part of it. It probably did. it didn't drop all its leaves, did it? No. I uh, it probably uh it probably it's gonna be all right. Okay, which leads me to the question: uh, because a lot of plants, when the leaves start to turn yellow, it means that the plants have been overwatered, is what I was always led to believe. But there are plants yeah. like my gardenia where the leaves start to turn yellow because they're not getting enough water. Yeah. Why is the, that? The, How do you they, know? They turn. They drop. <laughs> the leaves drop. It's like that lady earlier uh, had that citrus that uh, drops his leaves. But some it could, of his leaves. It still could be, even with the gardenia, it could be both. I yeah, mean, yeah, right. It could be too much water. Too. It can be drought or it can be uh, too much water. Now, uh, yellowing from the top of the plant, is usually a nitrogen deficiency, but I, uh, you would wouldn't see that with crown of thorns. I don't think. Okay, and the last question I had was on my chalice cup vine because I have it in like a three gallon, and it is the leaves are yellowing, and I don't understand why. And I've been using the house to grow on it, and it doesn't seem to be making a difference. And this and is what a hard kind of plant come. is it? It's called chalice cup vine. It's a Cylindra longiflora. They're, they're I'm thinking. Not, I'm not familiar with that. I'm not, I don't know what it is either. Well, Milton um, can pull it up. <laughs> all right, let me look. Let me look for it. Pull it up, Milton. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking. I'm is, looking. Is it a vine or? Uh, it is. No, it's a vine. It's a vine. Okay. Right. 
but it's does thick. Does it bloom? Yes. Does it bloom? <laughs> show, them the le- show them the flowers, Milton, when you come across it. Okay. Chalice it's, cup it's, what? Chalice cup vine. Vine. vine okay. Yeah. It blooms. I'm it's a it, tropical. It, no, it's pretty. It doesn't have yeah. blue flowers. This it? says it's a Solandra Maxima. Does that sound okay. right? Well, this one in, in my exotic book says Longiflora, but yeah. Oh, this says Golden Chalice Vine or Hawaiian okay. Lily. No, it's Is that not it? Hawaiian Lily. But it, oh, it's, okay. it's got the big bloom with the with the red striping. It blooms yellow, and it's got the red striping in, the, in it. Okay, I think it's the same thing. Looks like a star inside of the bloom. Yes, yeah. Okay. I bet it's, uh, I'm sure it's a tropical. Yeah. Do, do you protect it every every winter? Well, I've tried twice before where I put it in the ground, and neither of those survived. So now I went out oh, because they're not easy to come by. I have one in a three-gallon container. It's in dapple light, and it's just, the leaves are just turning yellow, and I don't know why. I've Either I cut back on the water or I water it too much. In fact, it says... To encourage bloom, to hold back on the water, wait for the leaves to wilt, and that would encourage the blooming. Yeah, that almost sounds like a bougainvillea. Yeah, once it's established, though. But uh, but the, the I don't I, I, I don't think uh, you where are the leaves turning yellow? That at the base of the plant or out of, in the top of the plant? It's more middle to top. Okay. Hmm. And I've been giving it the house to grow. That's not working. But but it has to grow. It may if you grow, use it, it has to grow. <laughs> it does have some new new leaves on it, but I'm worried about the older ones that are bigger and. It doesn't yeah. say anything about acidity, does it? No. Uh, let me see. Okay, here we go. Is that the? Let's see if it's the same one. It's, there's a lot of different names for this. Cups of gold. Uh, yeah, that seems to be the same thing. Uh, pale yellow with maroon veins. Be sure to take reasonable precautions while pruning it. Uh, it contains atropine, atropine along with other toxins. Be careful oh. there, Lisa. What are you getting? Are you smoking oh, yeah, it? It is poisonous. I already knew that. Okay. okay. You're not smoking so it. This is according to davesgarden.com. So those of you who live in older climates like mine will have to grow it in a pot if you ever want to see it bloom. Hmm. Uh, but I'm looking, what am I looking for, soil? Yeah, I was just... Well, uh, the, what, what would cause the leaves to yellow? Yeah, they don't get into that. I, I tell you what, Lisa, it sounds like you need a miracle. <laughs> <laughs> so I would try some miracle growth. Okay. Because that's, that's, that's got minor, minor elements in it, which has to grow, doesn't have. Okay. Miracle grow. Yeah. Okay. Is that is that a better thing than the Super Thrive or Iron yeah. Knight or? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Because like I said, this plant, I mean, it's not easy to come by and they're not cheap. Hmm. 
Okay. Well, plant can be a heavyweight bully outdoors too, smothering entire fences and pagodas with vines that that run to hundreds of feet. Yeah. Right. Okay. Okay, great. Well, um, but I'm not uh, as it belongs to Datura and Bermancia. Oh my goodness! Yeah, poisonous plant. Don't let the delicious fragrance deceive you into taking a bite out of your plant, though. <laughs> That's what it says. Yeah, it's supposed to have a coconut fragrance. Yeah, it says coconut, banana, or vanilla, <laughs> or, or perhaps a combination of the three. It's beautifully written. <laughs> All right, well, I'll keep doing research, Lisa. All right. Well, I appreciate you guys. Take care. Thanks. Yeah. You too. Good luck. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call. 210-308-8867. Welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. The answer. We'll go back to the phone lines in just a second. But I want to talk to you about BSG, Builder Systems Group, local company providing security and convenience for your home. Uh, and the coolest thing about it is you go to bsgtexas.com, you'll see all the things they do. You'll see terrific values on security systems that are cheaper than the big national guys but contain absolutely better equipment and better expertise. You'll see terrific conveniences like smart homes and things like that that you can find when you go to BSG Texas. Uh, you'll see all kinds of great prices and great offers, but I want to encourage you to go over there and see uh, if you're interested in security and see about what they have going on right now at bsgtexas.com. A system starting with surveillance as low as $14.95, which is outstanding. And then the coolest thing is that if uh, you need to make your home smarter, if it's not doing everything that you wanted to do, chances are they can figure out how to do it for you. Um, like the uh, little, uh, little um, oh, what are they called? Sorry, the, the things that could help you with your heating and stuff so that you get a constant temperature. Thermostat. Yeah, the thermostat, but it's the sensors oh, yeah, okay. that they put in each room so that you don't get cold rooms yeah. and warm rooms and stuff like that. Yeah, just ask them about it. It's amazing. From home audio to home theaters, they've got it all there at BSG Texas, so they can make your life that much better. Give them a call, 210-877-1222, 210-877-1222, or check them out online, bsgtexas.com. And they can figure out what dog is pooping on your front lawn. They can. They can set up a whole system. Put a video on there. All right, we're going to go to the lines now. We've got Ellie on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Ellie. Welcome to the show. How are you doing today? Oh, I'm doing great. Thank you. I have a problem with my fig tree. The The little thing is uh, it's about 36, maybe 30 inches tall, and it, it looks good. Uh, and this, uh, about six weeks ago, it had... Uh, Maybe a little longer. It had three beautiful figs on it. The first that it produced anything. It's about two years old. And they they matured to about the diameter of my thumb. They were they were small, but when they got ripe, I picked them and and I just ate them right there <laughs> by the bush. I didn't give anyone else a chance, and they were delicious. And then about six weeks ago, it it all of a sudden it had about eight little tiny figs on it. And we were watching it and watching them, and they didn't—they didn't grow any. They didn't get any bigger. 
they stayed the same size. And right. I, put, I put has to grow on it. Medina has to grow uh, <laughs> several times. And, and the but it has thing, to grow with has to grow. <laughs> they, didn't, they didn't get any bigger. They just stayed the same. And then here the other day, I told my husband, get down there and look. I don't see those figs. And he got down to the mm. ground and looked, which I can't do. And, and the figs were gone. They're gone. Just disappeared. They weren't on the ground or anything. Did you, uh, is it a bush? I mean, a low-growing bush that he had to get out and look for the fig? Yes, it, it, it's low. It's pretty low, uh-huh. It's only about two years old. And like I said, oh, I okay. it's, it's about 30 inches tall, but it's a little fella. How big did the fig get? About big as a marble, large marble? The eight that, the, the eight that, that just disappeared, no, they were real tiny. They were... Uh, Okay. They, they were not a fourth of an inch diameter. Okay, and this is a fig, right? Yes, like it's a so- edible fig. I would, I would say, as far as what happened to them, uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe a, maybe a, a, a squirrel tried to eat or ate them. I have a they, 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 they a lot of times can remove the fruit. Well, and, they uh, but that, that those figs would have never ripened. So be glad that the squirrels got something to eat, <laughs> or whatever they, got them. Why didn't they, they ripen or mature? They lose their leaves at this time of the year, and if you got a big old mature uh, fig plant at this time of the year, it has dropped all of its leaves. And it's full of those little green figs. Well, mine hasn't dropped any leaves at all, and it's a it's a very young plant. It's only right, right. That's why it hasn't dropped its leaves yet. But if you look around your neighborhood and find some old established figs, you'll notice that they've probably dropped all their leaves, and it, they're they're covered with those green figs, little green figs like you're describing. Uh, and people are going flipping out, thinking that they're going to ripen, or is there any way that they can make them ripen? And the answer is no. Oh, I didn't. So uh, don't don't worry. Your figure's just going through a <laughs> through a. Okay. Uh, Another question about it. Uh, okay. I, I do have around it, so I, I don't think you know. Uh, I don't know if the squirrels can they get under the net. Oh yeah, <laughs> or you might you might have a, a a raccoon that can actually yeah. lift the net up and get under it, and then lift yeah. the net up and get out of there. Oh, they're pretty smart, aren't they? No, well they yeah. got they got little hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They they I've, use their hands like we do. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about it is something is eating at the leaves, and I can't. Uh, I can't see what it is or, or really get down there to look at it very closely. Is it uh, uh, is it the leaves that are eating from the outside margins of the edges of the leaf? Are they yes. eating from the edge in? They're eating from the edge in, and they're the, the bottom leaves only, not the top leaves, just the yeah. bottom leaves. I, I think that's snails or slugs. 
Oh, do I need to get some Sudco <laughs> or something like that? No, no. Just leave them alone. Oh. Let, let them eat the leaves because those leaves are probably going to fall off and uh, re reinitiate leaves this next spring, February, March. Okay. Now, what, what variety of fig is it? Do you know? Yes, I believe it's the Celeste. Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Now, I tell you a weird thing that I saw in my backyard the other day. I've never seen it before. And I've got, uh, as you, uh, if you've listened to this program, you know I've got two Satsuma trees that I love. And uh, in the pa in the past month, they, uh, whatever it is, I'm assuming it's a squirrel have eaten half the fruit or eaten the inside of the fruit out and left the, the remains in the front yard where I get in the car. They're, oh, they're no. messing with me. Well, uh, yes, uh, this week I went out there and there was a, there was a, uh, a satsuma that had been completely peeled. Ugh. Completely peeled and the flesh was not touched. Huh. And it was completely peeled oh, that's and there, rude. Were, there were no peelings around the, the fruit. Wow. So I guess the squirrels just ate the peeling. Why would they eat the peel? And I picked up the satsuma yeah. and ate the satsuma. Oh, okay. So if I can get them doing that, I'd appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> well, so these varmints, these varmints are interesting. Uh, speaking of that, I also have a satsuma tree that I want to ask you a question about. Okay. Uh, I have two little satsumas that came out. Oh, gosh, they came out in the spring, I think. And they, okay, they good. Stayed, they stayed about about one inch diameter for a long time, and I started pouring has to grow fertilizer on it, and then they got, they now they're about uh, maybe an inch and a half in diameter, and they're turning yellow. Are they going to mature and get large? Are they, are they in containers? N no, my satsuma's in the ground. Okay. Uh, is it a big tree? Is it a larger tree? No, it's just a tiny little thing. I just bought it a couple of years ago, and this is the first it's ever had any fruit. It's okay. got these two, two little fruits on, okay. but they're not very big, and they're turning yellow already. Okay, and it's a, it's a satsuma, not a lime or a lemon or anything. No, no, sir, it's a satsuma. I got it from Panic. Okay. Uh, it's the one that said was, was uh, good for this area. Good. Uh, the, uh, of course, first of all, if the tree is that small, you shouldn't have let it have any fruit. Oh, really? Second, secondly, <laughs> the fruit that you have on there, because the tree is small and can't support it, uh, is, is going to stay small. Oh, when I it see. When it turns color, it's ready to eat. Okay. It's as big as it's going to get. Okay. Now that so might just, not it might not turn color until uh, you know another month or so. So I just need to give that tree some time to grow. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. How, how long does it and take for, before? It's in it's in the ground, right? Yes. Yes. Uh huh. You don't remember the variety name, do you? 
I don't, but uh, he explained it to me. I've, I've got it written down someplace. And okay, he told good. Me, well, he that's, told me it was, that's all right. He said it was you one that it. was good for yeah, this. Yeah, if you got it at FANUC, you got a good one. Um, yeah. But I got anyway. Uh, Mike FANUC. <laughs> yeah, I would, uh, <laughs> I would uh, uh, go ahead and uh, I would up the rates of fertilizer that you're using. Okay. Uh, if it was in a container, I'd tell you to use copious amounts of Osmico. But since it's in the ground, I would tell you to use a pretty heavy dose of a 1959 slow-release fertilizer in uh, in the sp- in the spring, like in February. 1959. Okay. Yes, that's a slow-release fertilizer. Okay. And it has a lot. They need a lot of nitrogen to really start growing. You know, when you got it, it was dark green leaves. Right. After it's been in the ground at your place for a while, the leaves turn kind of lighter green. Yes, and they and they almost all of them fell off, and it it looked horrible for a while. I thought I was going to lose it, but now it's got it's got leaves back, but it it looks. Actually, I told my husband this tree is getting smaller instead of getting bigger. <laughs> yeah, they they grow pretty slow when they're first getting uh, established. But uh, you keep the nitrogen going on it. Uh, if you're gonna use has to grow, use it. You know, maybe every week or ten days. And uh, but the, your main source of nitrogen fertilizer. Should be the 1959 slow release fertilizer. What, what's Already? the name brand? Oh. Of one? Uh, yeah, they're all sold as uh, 19-5-9. Okay. It contains okay. 50% slow release fertilizer. Y'all have it there at Millburgers? Yes, we ma'am. do. It's on sale too. You you don't oh. care about that though, right? Well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Thank you so much for calling in, and I uh, hope hope you have some good luck this year. Thanks, Ellie. Thank you, Thank you very much. Bye bye. All right, we're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, 1604 on Boulevardy Road on 9:30 a.m. The answer. Miss, uh, Trench. Sylvia Trench. I admire your luck, Mr. Bond. James Bond. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866 866- 308-8867. So, Milton, do you have any connections with the government, city government? No. Or county government? No. Like Judge Nelson Wolf? Or, I do not. Or the mayor? No. I, I was wanting to appeal to them to please shut down the flea markets. For Lisa. For, and keep Lisa out of the flea market. Well, just you could, yeah. I mean, we, we just... need protection. <laughs> I know y'all were exhausted. You had to, you had to take, Calvin had to take a quick nap after all that. Uh, I know. Uh, I got, we had, we had uh, 
that last lady was talking about uh, leaves and turning yellow, and uh, as a lot of people are talking about. Well, you know, you know, leaves you, are deformed or falling or whatever. And you want to say, and you, you know, we, you and I always try this, that when there's a change, a drastic change in the environment, right? Then you'll you're liable to get that yellow leaf drop. Right. But but then that it's not it's uh, too subtle. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, the next question is, well, what should I fertilize with to, to address that or? Uh, should I water more, or uh, and then you say, you know, no, wait a minute, now we, you know, you just want to stay kind of calm and let the plant adjust. <laughs> and the, the losing the leaves is very appropriate for this time of the year, wow. which is what, Milton? Autumn. Fall. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the leaves fall Pre- in the fall. Pre-winter. <laughs> and a lot of people notice that fig. Fix situation out. Oh yeah, yeah but it's been a while. You remember in the old days? It seems like we used to get a lot of that. Yeah, uh, this one was a cl- kind of a classic, a big, full foliage uh, that came from a, I think a commercial situation going into a residential situation, mm-hmm. and uh, you know that's typical, and the uh, leaves are gonna make, ma- you know, you're gonna have a major leaf drop, but. Generally, they recover pretty quickly. Did you hear me telling my story about the uh, peeled satsuma I found and under my tree? He couldn't hear you. Yeah, I think he was talking. I, t- I told a lady to call earlier that I found the weirdest thing this last week that I've ever seen, and it was a it was a satsuma beneath. I, I got satsuma trees and they're loaded with fruit. And it was a satsuma about the size of a, a tennis ball uh, laying on the ground, been completely and meticulously peeled with no peelings around it, and the fruit was completely whole, the juice sack. Not, not a one of them was uh, uh, opened or anything else, and that satsuma was completely peel laying on the ground. Huh. I thought, going thinking, I said it. I was thinking it was squirrel, but uh, something that would be that meticulous might be a mouse or a rat. You know that would take that peeling off. But I don't know why they took just the peeling. They ate just the peeling. Yeah. Maybe, Maybe. they were getting some kind of vitamin or something like that. Thing. Maybe it was somebody trying to drive Jerry crazy. Yeah. It could be. <laughs> we got a... Uh, Didn't stop him from eating the rest of the satsuma, though. Did you miss that part yeah. of the story? Yeah, I picked up the fruit and ate it. It yeah. was wonderful. And took it from the raccoon. <laughs> Maybe he was going to come back and get it, you know? Maybe so. Now you made him mad. <laughs> anyway, I got a, a letter for, uh, along this line, an uh, email. said, I noticed that a couple of leaves are curling, deforming. On her leaf, the subject is leaf deformation in fig tree. Uh, do you know the cause and how I can treat it organically? Now, are we talking outside fig? Or? Yeah, outside fig. Yeah. And she sent pictures. Uh, uh, and the leaves were, the leaf uh, bud 
had been damaged before the leaf formed because it was along the edges, uh, the, the front edges of the leaf. And as far as them uh, curling or, or deforming, that's what figs are supposed to do at this time of the year. Yeah, drop the leaves. But if you want to treat it organically, I would add uh, some molasses and flour and... There's some there's some kind of punchline in this. There's, there's a biscuit coming down. Yeah, there. <laughs> that's exactly right. And throw throw the biscuits under there. Okay. That's slow release organic for. Oh. Mm. And butter? Are you buttering the biscuits yeah. before you throw them underneath the fig tree? Uh, I hate to waste my butter. Okay. <laughs> I can understand that. <laughs> I got a lot of molasses. And then we got a question that said, uh, uh, "Proud of Barbados turning yellow." Everybody worried about the leaves turning yellow. Mm-hmm. And uh, Forrest wrote her back said, uh, Maureen, I think this is being caused by either too little moisture or too much. Uh, said, uh, we planted two, pri- the question was, we planted two proud of Barbados early this summer. They did very well, put on new growth consistently. Why the leaves is turning yellow from the bottom up? The thing's going dormant. It's winter time, isn't it? Yeah, I got my my neighbors that I go drive by two or three times a day is doing the same way. Now they were blue, beautiful, blue in bloom, but now they're turning into bare stems. I, I notice all the seed is gone, all the seed it produced, but uh, they're losing all their leaves. And that's just because it's what, Milton? Fall. Uh, fall, fall, not autumn. <laughs> not autumn. Let's see. Somebody was wondering, wrote in and said, I'm wondering when the agapanthus should be divided and replanted. And Forrest wrote some, writes them back, said, uh, actually uh, gave him a, a email, a, uh, 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 a source it, it's uh, za gardening slash gardening and how to divide agapanthus there's actually a write up on that and it says when the clumps become too large they begin to uh dominated the garden and started flowering less. So it's a good idea to rejuvenate them by lifting and splitting them up. Divide your agapanthus every four to five years or when they uh, become uh, too large and underproductive. So you can, you can do it at any time, I guess. So anyway. Yeah, so got about a minute and a half left. We don't have any events coming up, do we? Or is uh, Let me look. David doing anything with some more webinars? And no, I don't know. I think David's webinar out. Is he? No more webinars for David? Let's see. That uh, seems unlikely. The, the Hall- Halloween decor is still on sale here, 75% mm-hmm. off. That's almost giving it away. And uh, like that lady said a while ago, 
Uh, we do have fertilizer on sale, but we have the winterizer fertilizer right. on sale, which causes the trees to be uh, hardened off. And we've still got uh, fall citrus trees and shade trees special. Yep, so go to millburgernursery.com to learn more. That's millburgernursery.com where you'll find out about everything that's happening. If we've got an event like a blood drive or the uh, mammograms, uh, you'll find that at millburgernursery.com. You can sign up for the newsletter there as well. All right, we're going to say goodbye for today, but we're back here next week here at Millburgers at 1604 and Bull Road. In the meantime, check out millburgernursery.com and then plan to join us next week. Write your questions down and then just... Uh, just call us up, and uh, we'll be happy to answer it. On behalf of the docs, thanks to Al doing a great job, and thanks to you for listening. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. <laughs>